0: Welcome to another episode of Living an Ultra Life. I'm Mike and I'm your podcast host, and I am excited to be here and tell you guys a story. We could call this Storytime with Mike. I was trying to remember what the Veggie Tales theme was, but I can't remember the Veggie Tales theme, so I, it could sing to you, but I won't do that because then I will frighten everybody and you'll all run away. So I'm going to tell you the story of your foot strike. And what happens when you begin to listen to your foot strike and the story your feet will tell you as you run? Everybody loves a good story, right? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Until a couple of years ago, I had no idea that while running, my feet made noise. Chalk it up to the fact that I don't hear well, whatever. Chalk it up to I used to run with earbuds in all the time. I didn't know that my feet made sounds. And then I started doing some reading. That's right, because I love to read nearly as much as I love to run. So I started trying to figure out why every time I get done with a run, I would end up and I have strange ache in my ankles. I would hobble around for a bit after my run. It would eventually go away. I mean, there wasn't anything discomfortable about it. It was just a little strange ache in my ankles, and I hobbled after my runs. So I did what I always do. I started reading on it. This time, I was living down in Boulder, Colorado, and traveling back and forth from Boulder to Sheridan, Wyoming, which was a six-hour drive. It was a miserable existence, but I had this one guy that... I started to run with occasionally when I was in Sheridan and Nick was fast but he agreed to go running with me and he was a very good runner and he agreed to look at my gait and just tell me what I was doing wrong. So we went out for a run up one of the canyons near Sheridan and we were having a great time and everything and five minutes into the run he told me to stop. He said, you ready to do something really radical and start running with less effort and a lot less pain afterwards? And I was like, absolutely. I took my earbuds off and he said, what I want you to do is I want you to start running, but I want you to listen to your foot strike. Well, the first time you do this, it's really weird because you don't really know. I mean, what what do you mean listen to my foot strike? I mean, I could not. Figure out what in the world he was talking about. I found out very quickly that there's a story that your foot strikes tells you because your foot strike unlocks this this whole huge discussion about things that I never even knew existed. I'm just gonna kinda go through the story and everything, but the biggest thing is I want you to get in tune with the sound your foot is making when you make contact with whatever surface that you're doing. One of the things that I do is, I, so I told you I don't run with earbuds anymore. I just, one of the things when I moved here, I definitely decided I was not going to run with earbuds because I'm just going to admit this. So here, here's one of the things. Traffic scares me. Running on busy streets, doesn't matter if I'm facing it, doesn't matter if the traffic's behind me, I don't know what it is. I just have this strange discomfort with running in traffic. It's the noise. It's how fast people drive around here. It's the fact that there's 9 trillion cars here and they're all hurtling down Baxter Road at 100 miles an hour. I don't like running on streets. I just, I, It just is not enjoyable for me. So I try not to run on streets as much as possible. The other thing is when you don't run on streets, you'll find that you can actually listen to your foot strikes a little bit more because there's not all this traffic noise. Getting in tune with the sound and rhythm that my foot is making in contact with the surface I'm running on is one of the smartest things I've done in the 10 short years that I've been running. Because now when I begin to feel tired and off in my run, I take a real deep breath. I try to close every other sound out I actually stop, and now I start again, and I concentrate on the sound my foot makes as it makes contact, and almost instantly, it is such a weird thing now. I can make the necessary corrections to my running form to get my body back to joyful and stress-free running. I don't know if that's something that interests you, but I'm telling you what, the sound of your foot strike may not be as good as the sound of music, but I'm telling you, if you want to run for a lot of years in front of you injury-free, it's worth taking the earbuds out and listening to your foot strike. I've learned a lot of things. So there's a website. It's called Hobopace. So uk. It's kind of a wild kind of out there site, but they had this great article in 2015 that I found that was called RunWise, What's Your Footstrike Sound Telling You? I learned so much from this article that I still have the article. In fact, I'm sitting there holding it in my little hands right now. This is a great article if you're really serious about wanting to run injury-free and running until you're well into your 190s like me this is a great article to get a hold of in this article he talks about four different distinct sounds that your foot makes there's the front foot strike the rear foot strike what he calls thud and then the midfoot strike he talks about the rhythm of the sound he talks about patterns This article is a goldmine of information, and I bet you probably no more than 200 people have ever read this thing. I'm going to let you go ahead and get it, but I'm going to talk a little bit about this thing. Then I found a a really scholarly and scientific look at The Sound of Your Foot Strike, an article on The Conversation, and it was called Listen Up, Running Sounds Contain Clues for Injury Prevention. I'm telling you, these articles will unlock a lot. So I'm going to tell you some different stories in here. Here's the first story I'm going to tell you. This is the story of the two-hitter. In this story, the runner is going to hear two distinct sounds and will feel two strikes. I thought there would be a lot more injury in runners that had heel strike, but the conversation doesn't really come to that conclusion. And the conversation is a very technical website that has a lot of different things on injury prevention in running biking doesn't matter what you're doing on to the story so the person in this story needs to figure out whether they're comfortable with the running style of a heel strike and this is really coming down to how you feel during and after a run and whether the two strikes all right so think of the two strikes heel forefoot Heel, forefoot. You've always got two strikes. Your heel's going to hit first, then your forefoot's going to hit. Heel, forefoot. You'll be able to distinctly hear that two-hitter sound. Our running shoes today, and all shoes actually, kind of encourage a heel strike. If you've ever read Born to Run or anything like that, you realize that we weren't really born to heel strike. We are born to plant on our midfoot. That's the way our bodies were developed. It's, it's a more natural way of running. It takes a lot of getting used to, but, and I'm not gonna tell you you have to do it, but just know that when you heel strike, you're a two striker. So you're gonna hit two different times. That actually gives your foot strike a little bit more sound. One of the ways to quiet down if you're a two hitter is to shorten your stride. I was reading about another runner on a Medium article today, and I can't remember the title. But she was talking about she was just unsatisfied with the way she was running. And somebody told her, listen to the way your foot is hitting. When she listened to her foot, she was hearing a very distinct clunk, 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 clunk. And so as she strode along, she called a friend and she said, hey, listen to my run. And she put her phone down on the pavement and ran by. And her friend said, yeah, you're overstriding because you're hearing a clunk clunk. He said shorten your stride and you'll hear hardly anything at all. And sure enough, she shortened her stride and the sound went away. So you can be a heel striker and still be quiet. That's one style. So then there's another story. This is the story of the scraper. And the runner in this story has either run past the marathon distance and they're in zombie runner territory, or they've not stopped to listen to their foot strike and they're way past making corrections to stride, gait, foot strike, you go on and you think, well, this person's probably a walker, not really a runner. This is when you're going, you don't really hear a foot strike, but what you hear is you hear the shh sound when you're going down the road. That means you're not picking up your feet. You're not getting a foot plant. You're just sort of scraping from one way to the other. Your shoes will tell the story too, because when you look at the bottom of your shoes, you're going to see a lot more of the tread worn off your shoes when you're a scraper. I think every ultra runner out there knows the sound of feet scraping because you get to a point in an ultra run where you're just tired of lifting your feet, man. I mean, they they ain't lifting anymore. They're done. They're tired. Your body doesn't want to believe anymore because, you know, we lie to our bodies. I don't know if you realize this, but ultra runners are a bunch of liars because we lie to our bodies all the time. We tell our bodies, Hey, just a few more miles. I promise if you can just make it a few more miles, we're going to stop and we're going to eat apple pie with bacon on top. That's the lie that we tell our bodies all the time. We don't ever stop. We don't ever get to eat apple pie with bacon on top. And who doesn't want apple pie with bacon on top? Everybody wants apple pie with bacon on top, right? Admit it. Write me at, living and ultra life at gmail.com if you don't like apple pie with bacon on top. I don't know that we could ever be friends, because you gotta love apple pie with bacon on top. That's just an you know ultra runner thing. Ultra runners do become scrapers. So then there's another story. This is the story of the solid one strike runner. The main character in this one has a foot strike that's just one solid strike. These runners will be your forefoot, your midfoot strikers. A lot of your elite runners and coaches would prefer to hear this sound, especially in shorter races and distances. The one drawback to this type of foot strike is the risk of straining the calf musculature over long distances. But when you learn to do this right, so I always tell people when I became a mudfoot striker, it's because I have horrible knee pain and I don't like doing the knee pain thing. So when I studied going into running shoes and yes, I did study it because yes, I am a nerd and I read too much. But but, yeah, the whole thing is I didn't want to run with knee pain because I like to run. In fact, I love to run. In fact, I would go running right now, except I'm recording this podcast, and so I can't really go running right now. Even though, you know, the sun is going down. It looks nice and cool out there. I, You know what? I'm not going to finish this podcast and go for a run. Okay, wait a second. No, I'm going to be a responsible human being. I'm going to finish this podcast. But anyway, when you hear a runner with a solid strike, the other thing that you're going to he- know about this runner is they have a solid core and glute strengthening routine going on. They're not just out there running miles. They do things other than just run to build a strong core to build strong glute and then they get one solid sound. You know you've got things going on and you're running efficiently when you have one solid sound and you're not scraping like most of us ultra runners at the end of the day. So solid one foot striker, that's where you want to get to. The whole story starts with your skeleton. Then it goes on from there. The whole entire story of allowing your foot strike to be a story will involve filling your listening routine with some other variances. So the rhythm of the sound of your foot strike will sound symmetrical, right? When you have an asymmetrical foot strike, and I'll give you an example. So I ran a 10-mile race back in January and i was coming up on this runner and i heard this runner just had this we're probably seven miles into it and my my foot strike at seven miles was solid it was it it was a good foot strike i was striding out really really well i knew the 10 miles wasn't i wasn't you know scared of the distance but i'm coming up on this runner who's slightly in front of me and he had a very asymmetrical sound to the way that he ran. When his right foot landed, it was a good, solid sound. When his left foot would land, it sounded like a flat tire. So it sounded like it would go kablonk and then scrape kablonk and scrape and I was like wow this guy probably has some injury in the past that he never really dealt with and so he's running with pain and sure enough as I passed him and I looked back at him and you know did what I always do in races you know made sure he was good to go this dude's face was etched in pain and all I could think was okay so that's a runner who's not listening to his foot strike probably developed a injury way back when running and just ran through the injury and never was able to correct his foot strike and so now he probably just always runs in pain that doesn't sound like fun to me so that's the other thing to listening to your foot strike is if you'll take the time to actually listen to how you're running you're going to be amazed by what you hear there's so much to hear with how your foot is striking the surface that you're running on when you begin to hear your foot strike and you begin to know what feels good when you hear a good strike and what doesn't feel good when you're hearing different sounds now if you're listening to your foot strike all the time you'll be able to make those adjustments so quickly that you're not going to develop injuries. And to me, that's the whole thing about running is let's run injury free. Let's run where we're just having just extreme joy. We're living an ultra life. We're having a blast running. We're out there telling other people about this crazy thing called running because we love it. And that, to me, is what it's all about. And that's what living an altar life is all about. It's all about just Find your capacity to go out and have a ton of fun and do things you never thought possible before. I mean, I've got friends right now that are running distances that they probably six months ago didn't even think they could do. And they're out there doing it. You want to know why? Because they're having fun. And when you have fun running, you run better. When you listen to your body you run better. When you listen to the way that your foot hits the surface, you run better. When you run better, you run injury free and you have more fun and get to do it until you're 197 like me. So that is this week's story. It was a weird story. It was kind of a little bit disjointed, but what the heck? That's how my brain works. Thank you so much for listening to Living and alter life that'll wrap it up for this week's episode